Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Hello, everyone. So before we jump into this episode, I want to make a very, very, very clear disclaimer that I am not a doctor. I am not an expert in V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S. I am sharing with you my truth and I'm an expert in feminine energy, trauma, all that kind of stuff, my intuition And I'm sharing my opinion with this and my truth. And that does not mean that your truth or your opinion is wrong because we're all allowed to have our own opinions and truths. But I've been asked about this so much that I figured I might as well put an episode out there in regards to it. And this is very controversial, so I'm not afraid to rock the boat with this. I also want to remind you that the mainstream media is not going to talk about the other side of things that are not going to fit their narrative. So if you are Googling this stuff and you don't find anything on page number one of Google, of course you're not going to find anything because that would not be supporting mainstream media. And I actually got into a bit of a argument with a family member of mine in regards to this because... Unfortunately, he was just sending me quick shit that he's Googled and I'm just like, why are you like, it's just alarming to me how people aren't using their logical minds a little more. So I referenced quite a few things from different doctors, one of them being Dr. Catherine Northrup, who is a world renowned doctor leading an OBGYN and she has a fuckload of credibility that is actually now being questioned because she is not fitting the mainstream media story. And that kind of says it all. So I'm not fitting the mainstream media story and that doesn't make me wrong, but it also doesn't make me right because you're allowed to choose what's right and wrong for you. I just want to mention, you know, trigger warning, Keep an open mind with this stuff and don't say that I'm wrong because I'm not sitting here and saying I'm right and I'm not saying that you're wrong. This is just another thought, another truth, another way of looking at things that can open your mind up to it. So I don't want any DMs, emails with hate because I am unsubscribed to that. So you can take it or leave it. I'm going to have all the links in the notes so that you can reference them and see what feels right for you, what resonates. That way it's accessible and you can start researching and digging to find out what fits your truth because we're all about our own truths and you don't have to follow this. I'm not saying that what you're doing is right or wrong. We're just talking about something and this is something that I've been asked about quite a bit. So let's go ahead and jump in. So when someone talks about this, they tell me that they've had some of the worst side effects. And, you know, I hear from a lot of people that 
it absolutely freaks them out. Like, my body just fucking gets, like, I'm so repulsed by this thing. I was struggling to find information that I could, that was backed by doctors and not just my intuition and not just my opinions. So my whole thing is that I'm not trying to get shut down because I'm a coach and a healer. I'm all about trauma and stuff. So I don't want to be canceled uh, because of V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S. So I am not vacationed, aka V-A-C-C-I-N-E-D, and I am actually considering not working with those that are, but if you are a past client, then it will be considered, but there's definitely a different energy to it, and you'll understand what I'm talking about by the end of this episode. And I want to preface post-COVID fatigue from socializing too much, so COVID fatigue is from decision-making, homesick, being homesick, decision of the unknown is like really taxing on our adrenals. And now a lot of us are actually starting to go back to work or even getting post-COVID fatigue from going out too much, from socializing again. So this does depend on where you are in the world. Here in California, in the US, everything's pretty much open now. We have gone from being a hermit, so our nervous systems have gotten used to not socializing, to doing nothing, to doing nothing on the weekends, to living a very relaxed lifestyle when it comes to socializing. We have gotten used to not much stimulation, as in, like, compared to my usual life prior to COVID, you know, during COVID, I actually became very sensitive to stimulation from the TV and music and the volume, like how loud it is and such. I've never been sensitive around being around too many people. I'm an empath, but I know how to protect my energy. So I've never found it draining to be around a lot of people because I'm actually an extrovert. But, you know, I think a lot of people perceive that an extrovert, it means that you never spend time by yourself and you always want to be around people. But that's not what an extrovert means. An extrovert is someone who gets their energy from being around other people. And that is me. But I also love my alone time. That doesn't make me an introvert or extrovert. That makes me an extrovert who... That makes me an extrovert that's not fucked and actually enjoys my alone time. So if you don't like your alone time, it's generally because you hate listening to your own thoughts, you've got bad shit coming up, it's FOMO, whatever other stuff that's coming up. It's not actually about being an introvert extrovert. So anyways, 2020, we didn't have much stimulus, but now, 2021, we want to go guns (laughs) a-blazing. And it's going to start as a slutty summer, but it's going to end as a messy winter where you're in hibernation mode because you are tapped out as fuck and you can't get out of bed. And you're not going to be burnt out from work. You're going to be burnt out from socializing. So this post-COVID is like Christmas on steroids because you're going to be going out all the time, drinking all the time. And if you haven't been drinking you know, because you're home, 
like, or maybe you did drink a lot because you were home, but it's going to be so go, go, go. Like your social calendar is going to be so full and you're also going to notice that you're battling mentally with the rise and the fall of serotonin. So when you go out with your friends, some of us have been deprived of serotonin and oxytocin, right? Just what a lot of us went through in 2020. So when you go out with your girlfriends, that's a huge surge of serotonin and dopamine, right? The happy hormones. Then after this huge surge, you have a huge drop off of that serotonin and dopamine. You have that low after the high. And I want you to be really aware of your brain during this time because you may dip into almost what feels like a bit of depression or anxiety. You're creating problems out of nothing. You're feeling like, you know, I'm alone. I don't have a social life. And it's that's not the case. It's actually your brain hasn't felt that high in so fucking long that we are going to get so addicted to it as humans because we've been deprived of it for so long it's the classic case of if you deprive yourself of food and you start eating again then you binge eat because you've been deprived of the food so long and when you tell yourself that you can't eat it you actually want it more it's essentially a release of chemicals in your brain that are addictive and another thing that will happen if you are dating and you've got you know, wrapped up oxytocin from having sex or from making out with someone, whatever it is. Um, what happens then is you're going to have this massive flood of oxytocin, which actually makes you so hooked to that person. And you're going to become what feels like you're addicted to them. And you're going to be like, what the fuck's happening after like one date? And it's because you've been so deprived for so long. So what I recommend when you're trying to get back out there and socialize and stuff again is make a note in your mind. Now, whether you're having good stress or bad stress in your life, bad stress from work can cause burnout. But good stress can also cause burnout. And I say this because when we have good stress, you actually don't recognize it as stress and you often don't recognize it as exhaustion because you're like, oh, I'm happy, I'm loving life. But it's still stressful on your body. And throw into that mix that you drink coffee, not eating well, and not sleeping very well, whether it's not sleeping eight hours a night or not sleeping through the night, That is a great case for fucking burnout. So you're stressed, but you don't realize it because you're having fun. But now we're juggling working, commuting, traveling, partying, over-socializing, which none of us are going to want to spend a second more than we have to at home because we have this idea of, I did that all fucking 2020. I never want to be home again, X, Y, Z. But that's not healthy at all like it's very important to get adequate amounts of rest and if not it's going to end up badly so what you want to do is cultivate a healthy relationship with you having time alone at home and be mindful changing the story of FOMO and all that stuff to like oh it's a chill night in with my friends or it's a self-care night and those 
boundaries, like those are boundaries you need to hold for yourself towards yourself. It's that inner masculine being like, no, I need a night to me. I need a night to stay in. And that's really important. So those of you that don't know, when you're really stressed, your body releases cortisol. What happens is it affects your gut health, but it also affects your brain and its communication pathways to your ovaries, and that's what affects your period. So it can affect your circulation, which affects you know blood clots, cramps, and having spotting or brown blood, and that is how it affects your period being late or really early. That's how you get really bad PMS because your progesterone increases, which is not a good thing because you want progesterone. Um, having a real a lot of progesterone actually means you're gonna have a beautiful luteal phase, and that's right before your period. And if you have low progesterone, you'll have sore boobs, headache, cramps, bloating, period pain, all that not so fun stuff and you obviously don't want that so it's gonna make you feel like fuck being a woman I can't socialize because my cramps are out of control so all across like it's about how can we manage our health and also enjoy this hot girl summer (laughs) right so what's crucial is getting adequate amounts of sleep and also not overdoing it on exercising because then you're going to have an excess of cortisol and this is bad for men because then you have an excess in estrogen and for women you have an excess of or you actually have a drop in estrogen. So something that I highly advise everyone to purchase is the Thorn brand, brand, Thorn brand Stress B Complex. That has worked wonders for me and I've muscle tested a lot of my clients and they definitely need it too. So and another thing is you can consider a nap as being exercise. So what it does is it just kind of resets your body so your cortisol decreases. Even doing breath work and just walking in nature, it will do wonders for your body. You know, we are also cyclical beings, so going to sleep, eating, exercising all around the same time, that's actually a really good thing because it makes our bodies feel safe and it helps in the long run. So if you go to bed at the same time every night, like, just just do it, you know? Anyways, I wanted to bring post-COVID adrenal fatigue to your attention because some of you might not be aware of it and then you know some of you might be really happy and not realize why you're like burnt out and stuff so now let's dive into the whole vaccine thing or vacations (laughs) so there's this thing called vacation shedding remember what vacation is keyword for so basically the people who have been vacation are shedding proteins to people who have not been vacationed, and it's causing the people who have not been vacationed to be getting symptoms, okay? So breathe that in, because it's a different word. So people asked me about it, and I was like, okay, I can see how it works, right? Biologically, it's possible. Pheromones, women's cycles sync up all the time. We're constantly, you know, our body is constantly releasing things viruses are constantly you know being spread around but I wasn't trying to get too heavily in it because I didn't want 
I didn't want it to bog down my life where I felt like I had to be paranoid about the people that I was hanging out with and around. So interestingly enough, a month ago, I went out with a friend of mine and her cousin and sister. And yes, a little bit of drinking was involved, but I mean, I can hold my weight and I didn't have much, but it took me a week to recover afterwards. I was so fucking exhausted for an entire week after spending time with them. And it wasn't because of, you know, what we went out and did, because it was actually very like low key hangout. So interestingly enough, a majority of my friends, even those that are spiritual, have been vacationed. And when we're going out and about, majority of people are vacationed. And I'm not going to get vacationed unless until it's mandated. But I'm not judging anyone's choices. Like a lot of people have a trauma response and they're not aware of it. So they're acting out of a trauma, trauma response. So I was actually talking to a guy about this and he is super anti-vacation and he was kind of saying some things and I was like, whoa, you can't just say that, you know, people who are getting vacationed are idiots because that's not true because a lot of people are in a trauma response and they are not thinking for themselves. They are thinking in a way they are responding to their traumas and they are responding to the fact that they haven't seen their families. They haven't gone out and traveled and had a vacation. They are just dying for life to get back to normal. They're depressed. They have anxiety. So we can't shame them. And he was saying, oh, those fuckers are going to, you know, have our babies and everything's going to be mutated and that kind of serves them right. And I was like, no, it doesn't serve them right. That's actually fucked up because they don't even know what they're doing. They are being manipulated and they are being swayed to make a quote-unquote decision when they're not actually making a decision for themselves. They think they're doing the right thing because they're following the crowd and it's actually fear, okay? The, the way the government has done this and the media has done this, it's all neuro-linguistic program, okay? It's all NLP. They have instilled so much fear in people and given them, quote, options when it's actually not options right? Like the option is you either wear a mask or you get vacationed. And of course, everyone's like, oh, let's just get vacationed. And we think that we can trust them. Anyway, so fuck, what was I going to say? So a lot of people have been vacationed. I'm around a lot of people that have been vacationed. And every single time I spend time with people that are vacationed, I get ridiculously tired. Like I actually went and got a vacation, vacation, I went and got a massage by someone who was vacationed and I was on a really high note that day, but then the rest of my day was fucked. I was exhausted. I was like, I took a two hour nap, then I was awake, did a little bit of things and then I went back to taking a nap, woke up again and then two hours later I went back to, like I went to sleep for 12 hours. Also, as being a period whisperer and a womb worker, my cycle is pretty on point. I always know which phase I'm in. However, my last period was, my period ended April 10th and I haven't gotten it and I'm definitely not pregnant. So that tells me that the people that I've been around, right, even if it's people that I don't even know and I'm not close to, like we do become in sync with people. 
And I'm like, fuck, like I've lost my period. And now I got a personal trainer and stuff and I'm back into taking my supplements because I wasn't as stressed. So I didn't feel the need to be taking all my supplements because remember, it's about getting down to the root issue of things, not just taking supplements as a mask. So I was expressing this to one of my really good friends and she was like, maybe it's because you've been hanging out with all these people that are vacationed. Like I've literally been having friends come over and hosting and you know, my family and I were not vacationed, but my clients are, my, my, um, my friends are. So I decided to, you know, start researching this vacation shedding so obviously if you google it's just the media saying it's biologically impossible blah 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 like they just shut that shit down then i came across this website that i actually came across a while ago and i kind of forgot about it but i found a link for my friend and it's actually called life site news and everything that i'm going to be referencing in today's episode i'm actually going to have the links in the show notes so you guys can do your own research I'm not a expert in all this stuff. I've spent my whole weekend researching, but my intuition is that this vacation has actually, it's fucked, okay? It's fucked because there's no way someone can pay me. I don't give a fuck how many free Uber and Lyft rides there are. I am not doing it. And I know we want it for travel and stuff, but now, and honestly, after doing this research, like maybe someone could convince me in a year's time if I was like stuck and unable to live my life. And yeah, that remember, that's blackmail, that's fear-mongering, that's manipulation, and it's a trauma response. And that's what a lot of people are under right now. Like I could 100% be manipulated into it if enough of my freedom was taken away from me I could absolutely be manipulated to get it like if someone said this thing is going to give you your freedom back of course I would get vacationed that's just human nature right there's nothing wrong with you doing this to get your fucking freedom back so so I don't want to scare you into this I also want you to have an open mind i'm not some well maybe i am a conspiracy theorist i just consider myself as thinking outside of the box i don't watch the news and if that classifies me as a conspiracy theorist then that's fucking fine but there are so many quote conspiracy theories that have actually come true and i feel like conspiracy theories have theorists have gotten such a bad rap instead of us seeing it as someone who's looking outside of the box and actually questioning the mainstream media. If you never question why people, you know, why people are acting out on their trauma, like surely there's got to be a way to fix it, right? Other than just fucking living it with it. If people didn't think like that, then we wouldn't have trauma healing in all these other modalities. If I didn't think, hmm, there could be another way or another reason why, you know, so-and-so's period is getting all fucked up, it's not just nutrition. I wouldn't have been able to figure out this whole thing with your subconscious and the the period trauma, right? Like, there's a missing link in everything. So remember, please, 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 these conspiracy theorists are just people who are thinking outside of the box. And yeah, some of them are a little extreme. Um, and anything that is too far extreme, people are 
living out their trauma because they want to continue to validate this belief that they have come up with and they get way too into it. So you want to be somewhere in the middle. And I feel like I am somewhere in the middle. Like I'm pretty fucking logical and I'm pretty rich, ritual, rational. (laughs) And I walk the middle path. So I am not left, right, dark, light. I am in the middle and very well balanced. So I'm at a point where you can't make this shit up. Like, and the amount of DMs I received after I had posted one day on my Instagram of like, hey, like, how's your period been? Or, you know, like, it's just so crazy, like the DMs that I received, or even asking, like, have you been around vacation people? Um, And even just talking to clients and stuff, like, one of my clients who she is not vacation and doesn't plan on it, but she works at the vacationing site. And it's crazy how her energy was like all over the place. And the moment that I was able to have her tap in and do some practices, she started feeling more in alignment and more like herself, right? But that doesn't take away the fact that she is around all that vacation shedding. I want to give a little bit of warning. If you've had a stressful day, then please don't listen to the remainder of this episode. I suggest that you come back to it because when I was doing research, I was about to have a panic attack because I understand women's periods so much and now there's this whole new thing thrown in the mix and, you know, I don't really give a fuck what doctors have to say because I understand and I basically do the opposite of what doctors are unable to do, which is if you have an issue, throw you know, birth control pills at you and and whatnot. But I've even received numerous DMs from women in regards to how they lost their period or their period is late. And I would really like to think that it's a result of stress. I would really, really fucking like to think that. But it's not. And if a doctor can tell me otherwise, then that would be great, you know? But... Oh, anyways, if you if you Google vacation shedding, you will come across a lot of articles that are gaslighting women's period issues. Um, if you also Google women's periods syncing up, the media does a really good job to make us women seem like we're fucking crazy. Okay. I am sick of the mass media just gaslighting women's period issues and women's experiences. I'm so over it. That's the first thing I want to say. Number two, the majority of studies that we read, even when we're in college, and mind you, I have my master's in healthcare administration. A majority of these studies are conducted on men. On men, okay? It's not taken you know, the complexity and sensitivity is not taken into account and they just brush issues under the rug. And this is not okay because it's so common. You know, if you look at intermittent fasting, all the studies conducted, you know, intermittent fasting actually fucks the woman's hormones. Okay. Yeah. The studies might show that it's amazing, but they are done on men. And, like, while males and females are human, we are so fucking different that these studies need to be done on different genders. 
and this is why we need to keep educating each other and you know understanding that period pain pmsing is not normal being on birth control because you don't want to get pregnant is not normal and i actually have a really good book that i've learned a lot from but it's not even like the entirety of what i know i'm actually going to grab it right now but it is called taking charge of your fertility and it's by tony weschler so i highly advise everyone ladies if you're listening please get this for yourself fellas if you have a special lady in your life get this for her um but yeah you know like if you get vacationed and all of a sudden you have a raging period that is not normal Okay, maybe like I get it a little bit of a flu afterwards. Maybe that's a side effect. I can I can understand that. Okay, but for your period to go bonkers for women to have full on hemorrhaging out of their vaginas, which is huge blood clots coming out of their vagina. If you tell me that is normal, you literally have something fucking wrong with your brain. Okay, basically. I kept digging and digging and digging. Like, I came across a ton of, like, documents and reports from doctors, right? Like, doctors are writing these articles, so it's not from, like, quick Google. Everything I'm mentioning today, doctors, okay? Doctors have talked about it. But these doctors won't talk about it in the media because... They don't actually validate what the media is trying to portray and say, okay? So doctors are doing this, and like I said before, I don't care what a doctor has to say because, you know what, if there are hundreds and thousands of women having reproductive issues, right, period cycle issues, that tells me a lot more. You know, that that's right there is a fucking study. But on a logical note too, if you don't think this is weird you are being highly manipulated and you're not even aware of it, okay? Check this out. Isn't it weird that Facebook is taking out, taking down Facebook groups where normal women are sharing their miscarriages and period issues? Isn't it weird? Why are people's Instagrams being taken out for them sharing people's DMs that have been sent to them about the terrible side effects that they're having? Isn't that weird? If you think that is normal, I don't know what to say to you. So you should just stop listening to this episode because we don't resonate. Like, you're not going to get it, right? Because if you think about it, if it was all bullshit, then why would the mass media, why would they care? Right? Like, if someone says shit about me, I would be like, whatever, because I know it's not true. Right? So I don't need to spend time ripping someone to shreds because I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Because I know it's not true in my heart. But when someone is trying to hide a truth, they will make sure that they can zip everyone's fucking mouth because they don't want that shit to get out there. So when Facebook and Instagram are taking down these accounts, 
that in itself is literally a fucking red flag, okay? It just proves what I'm about to tell you guys. So the media says, the media says that they're actually spreading false information, right? Like, and they're referring to social media people. So accounts like mine or like other coaches and healers or doctors, right? Like kind of like Christiane Northrup. But these are real people's stories. Like how is someone's reality a false story? How is it a false information? Are you, you know, if you think about it, they're just gaslighting all these women for having period issues. And like, think about all these men who are now having erectile dysfunction and swollen testicles. You want to tell me that's bullshit? I don't think it is. In fact, I prefer to make a judgment based on a mass amount of people's stories than a fucking study where a scientist has been paid to write something. And if for anyone who anyone who doesn't think that that happens, like people getting paid to write these scientific articles, it does happen. And it's been reported and documented. Like it's very well known that scientists actually get paid to take things out in XYZ. Okay, stop thinking that the government and big pharmaceutical companies are here to protect you. They're not. They're doing an amazing fucking job. Literally, they should get the like award of the year, decade, whatever for blackmail and manipulation because they are here to make us think that they are protecting us with a band-aid and they keep us paying them because they keep making money. They want to make money. And if they make money, or they make money by us thinking that they're protecting us, so we keep giving them our money. Hard pill to swallow, right? So continuing with vacation shedding, in the latest women's issue of Brief, the which is by the top American doctors, right? These are frontline doctors. They warned how spike proteins resulting from the COVID-19 vacations have the capacity to, one, pass through the blood-brain barrier causing neurological hemorrhage, and two, be shed by the vacation bringing about sickness in unvacationed children and adults. Three, cause irregular menstrual bleeding in women. I want to preface that everything I'm about to say to you is not my interpretation. It is word for word. I have these articles right in front of me and I'm reading it straight from the studies, straight from the articles, okay? So I'm condensing all this information so that you don't have to sit and research forever and nor do you have a panic attack, okay? So the Frontline Doctors article mentions that it has also been shown that there has been an increase in spike proteins. These new vacations have a new technology where instead of having an unmutated antigen, 
antigen response, which is what happens with conventional vacations, these experimental agents introduced something called a spike protein into one's system. So into the body, okay? So recap, basically in these vacations, there's something called an increase in spike proteins. So this is a technology in these vacations where instead of having a regular antigen response in your body, like, you know, with regular vaccines, like measles or whatever, measles, these vacations actually introduce the spike proteins that goes into your body. No one knows, not you, not I, not any of these doctors, not any of the top American doctors, okay? No one knows that the what the long-term impact is going to be in the body or brain from these increased spike proteins because it is a new technology that has not been in use like in use ever okay <sighs> okay but what we do know right and this is written in the article what we do know is that there will never be a way to reverse the effects that have been caused close quotation marks this is what i have in front of me you guys these spike proteins along with lipid nanoparticles that's what it's called have the ability to pass through listen to this okay have the ability to pass through the blood brain barrier which is nothing remember you guys nothing is actually meant to pass through the blood brain barrier but this thing does that is fucking wild in itself the blood brain barrier is actually what protects our body so it protects the very sensitive areas of our body and brain from toxic chemicals xyz okay so these spike proteins and these lipid nanoparticles can pass through the blood brain barrier which provides extra special protection in sensitive parts of our body and brain so the risks of the blood brain barrier penetration and this is not a good penetration this is a bad penetration includes chronic inflammation and thrombosis which is blood clotting in the neurological system which can contribute to tremors constant lethargy stroke balls palsy and a-list type symptoms and the mRNA spike protein, which is the new technology, can bind to brain tissue 10 to 20 times stronger than the spike proteins that are naturally part of the original COVID-19 virus. If your stomach isn't churning right now, you might be a sociopath. <laughs> you guys, this is not a regular vacation and I did not know there was a new technology in this until I did this research okay the reason I didn't want to get it is I was like if I'm not going to die from this thing anyway so why am I going to get it and also there's you know fetal cells and mercury and metals basically like that was my reasoning for not getting it because we don't know what's in it and what it's going to do. Like, that's my logical brain. 
It's like, I don't want something in my body that hasn't been tested on someone else. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's been tested on animals, okay? Like, I mean, not that I'm for that, but, like, if it hasn't been tested on humans and successful, why would I want that in my body? Like, we are already exposed to so much shit in our environments, okay? Chemtrails. If you don't know what that is, go Google it. Do your research. And then you think about the fluoride in our water, you know, having to switch toothpaste. If you're not already on it using a fluoride-free toothpaste, and please don't use Tom's. That shit is not fucking fluoride-free, okay? David's actual toothpaste is probably the best damn fluoride-free toothpaste. But there's just... And even, like, your regular skincare and stuff. I switched to all organic and natural skincare and makeup when I was... God, almost a decade ago now. And you guys, whatever you put on your skin, your skin is the largest organ. It goes into your body, into your bloodstream. So, you know, do some research on that, please. But long story short, I'm not trying to have something be so potent injected into my body and not know what the fuck is going to happen, okay? And all to say, this isn't even a normal vacation, okay? Like, this is the largest study on humanity. That's what it is. Why do you think they want you to have free meals, free Uber and Lyft rides, free food, free money? Come on. And here's an article from Christiane Northrup. So she actually lost her credibility after so many years because of this fucking article I'm about to read, okay? She is a top-notch top notch doctor, okay? Like, she has been in the game for over, like, I don't even know how many years, but she's been on Oprah and everything. She is the fucking woman, okay? So, this is what it says. This is not a normal vaccine. It is something that causes the body to create a synthetic protein against the SARS COVID-2 spike protein. It is a synthetic protein that has never been seen and the body starts to produce this like a factory. It does not shut off. It has made your body into a synthetic protein that has never been seen before that theoretically can be in all parts of your body. This is affecting the most delicate parts of our bodies. The hormonal system in men and women is so intricate and so sensitive to to get pregnant and to stay pregnant is a fucking job and these vaccines are playing with it and not in a good way. And hear this, the Pfizer trials, which is in the Pfizer document, you can read this, I'm going to link everything, warned men to not go near pregnant women. The Pfizer trials, okay? And now the CDC is actually pushing pregnant women to take an experimental biological agent without a second fucking thought. Huh? What? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And yes, there's these theories of, okay, we're trying to sterilize people, depopulate the world, yada, yada, yada. But by the looks of this, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck this looks like. It's sterilization. 
So this document, the Pfizer document is 146 pages. Like if you Google, open up Safari, 146 Pfizer document, you can see it and read it yourself. This document states, any person exposed to the vacation due to the environmental exposure by inhalation or skin contact, this document talks about the vacation shedding. The spike protein binds more tightly than the fully intact virus. I'm going to fucking say this again. The spike protein binds more tightly than a fully intact virus, right? Which you can get it by just like walking down the street or whatever, right? But this binds tightly and causes abnormal vaginal bleeding and hemorrhages have been responded in persons who are near another person that has been vacationed. So the document states that a person can be exposed to the vacation due to environmental exposure via inhalation or skin contact. So breathing in someone else's air, right? Like if you're talking to them and you're breathing it, that's inhalation or skin contact, okay? So the spike proteins bind tightly to a fully intact virus and abnormal vaginal bleeding and miscarriages have actually been reported in people who are near other people who have been vacationed. Dr. Brian Addis, the founder of Addis Labs, shares that the genetic material, particles of the vacation inside a vacation person can be transmitted to anyone through several ways, including breathing, and sweating. These are backed up with a 146 page document from Pfizer, which absolutely admits this study. Okay, so they're admitting to vacation shedding. And the document actually states if you've been around someone who has been vacationed, you should be reporting it. And that person who has been exposed is meant to be tracked for six months to see if they have any reactions, especially if they are pregnant. So this Pfizer document literally says, don't be around anyone that's pregnant. And if you are around, if you are pregnant and around someone who's been vacationed, please report it because we want to track you for six months to see if your baby stays alive, if you have miscarriages or what have you. That is what the document is saying. Like, you can literally read this thing yourself. Dr. Brian Addis also sheds insight that the document states that healthy individuals are allowed to be a participant. That's a fucking red flag right there. Why isn't the vulnerable community being asked to be part of this? Why is it the healthy people? Like, I don't get it. I would, you guys, I would love to be wrong. If I'm wrong about this and everyone has healthy babies in 20, 30 years, I will be really happy. I will really wish I am wrong. <sighs> you know, I just, this is such heavy shit. This is, this is ridiculous. So the document clearly states that you should only be a healthy individual to be part of this experiment and this experiment, which is still running, but not closely monitored, 
men had to commit, and I don't know if, you know, if you're a man, let me know if you had to even commit to this, but I did ask a couple men who I know that have gotten the vacation, and they said they were not asked this, but um, men had to commit that if they were going to be in the study, they could not have sex with anyone for 28 days from the first injection and the second because the semen will fuck a woman's body. So, there must be a problem with shedding from semen. Hmm. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Just recording this podcast is like fucking making my body cringe, and it's making me sick. So, I've got no fucking idea how they're going to you know, track this shit. No one ever reads these documents. I don't know a single person who's like, hmm, I'm going to do some light nighttime reading before I decide to get vacationed, right? Like, everyone's been fucking brainwashed, and it's just ridiculous. Like, unless until I was recording this episode, I wouldn't have known all this shit either. So, I just try to believe in humanity because it's way too exhausting to be otherwise. And again, it's all a trauma response, right? Like, it's easier to think of the best than think of the worst. Like, it's scary to think of the worst case scenario. And no shame on you if you're trying to think best case scenario. I try to do that too because I don't want to think about the worst because it's fucking exhausting. I deal with enough trauma throughout my days thinking, you know, working with my clients and stuff. So, yeah. Next thing I wanted to mention is, what I wrote down is, no one reads these documents because everyone's brainwashed, and most women don't even get told by their doctors that, like, an IUD can actually prevent you from having children altogether because it can fuck up your uterus. I'm not even surprised that we're not even being warned about the implications of all this. So, the document also states, and I quote, potential from this possible vacation for COVID-19 enhancements. This is page 29, if you want to check it out later. Disease enhancement has been seen following vacations with respiratory cynical, respiratory cynical, cynical virus, RSV, feline coronavirus, and dengue virus in vaccine. So in India, the pandemic was almost over until they introduced vaccines. And within 10 days of introducing vaccines, sorry, fucking vacations, there has been a high spike of cases. And within 10 days, the rates climbed higher than the highest part of the pandemic. Hmm. Interesting. So what I want to say with this enhancement is when it says the potential from this vacation, this basically means when you get the vacation, if you then get the COVID-19 wild, like you get the actual, you actually get the, fuck, the virus out in the wild, not the synthetic strain, you can have a worse reaction to it 
than if you were to just get the wild version, which is very alarming, okay? Because a vacation does do that, but the synthetic one versus the wild one, it's kind of fucking mind-blowing. So there have been two times in the past when the vacation was attempted to be made. One was the SARS virus and the other was MERS coronavirus. They attempted these in animals and when animals were vacationed and later exposed to the wild coronavirus, 100% of the, of the animals died from the enhancement. This was an enhanced reaction that actually killed the animals in the attempt for them to fight the infection. Never in our history has a coronavirus vaccine made it past trials and made it to humans. They killed 100% of the fucking animals. And you're not hearing about these deaths in the media because that doesn't want to have people keep getting them. As of May 14th, 2021, there have been 3,500 reported cases in the U.S. alone of individuals passing away within 12 to 24 hours of being vacationed. That is fucking crazy. You guys, that is fucking crazy. And you know what? When the whole coronavirus thing first came out, I don't think I mentioned it on my first podcast episode ever, but no, I actually didn't because I was trying to be positive and like look at the, the real deal, you know, part of things the higher aspect, but one of my friends, her grandpa passed away and he had a heart attack and instead on his death certificate, they put COVID-19 and the family had to fight for that to be removed because this person had a history and it was absolute that this person passed from a heart attack cardiovascular complications and not COVID-19 so I do want to give you guys some solutions because fuck right um so Dr. Otis actually recommends having 10,000 milligrams of vitamin c and I did double check that 10,000 milligrams of vitamin c 1,000 IUs of vitamin D, 200 milligrams of zinc, and 200 micromilligrams of selenium to help your immune system, um, to help your immune system create killer cells to deflect vacation shedding. The overbearing amount of people who, women who have reported issues in their cycle over the past two months like the vaccinar period I don't care if you want to study like it use your logical mind what else could it be okay like what else could it be that's affecting hundreds thousands millions of women and their periods over the last two months when the most amount of people have been vacationed okay And I'm going to read some of the DMs that I've received or just 
conversations I've had with some of my own clients. So the UK's government, the Vacation Adverse Events System, has gathered more than 2,200 reports of changes in reproductive systems, including excessive or absent menstrual bleeding, vaginal hemorrhaging, miscarriages, and stillbirths. And don't say to me, oh, it's only 2,200. Do you, would you want to be part of that? And I'm also going to add that the yellow card responds to the AstraZeneca's, I think that's how you say it, <laughs> um, vacation. Yellow card is a, a thing where you actually report your adverse effects. So if you're having any symptoms and stuff. 63 cases of erectile dysfunctions and reactions, 55 cases of testicular pain, 11 cases of scrotal pain and, and swelling, and three reports of hemomesospermia or bloody sperm. I know that seems like it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but it's still alarming the amount of reproductive issues that are coming about after so many people getting vacationed. What's going to happen in five years' time? What's going to happen in ten years' time? You know what's going to happen? People either aren't going to be able to have babies or the babies that are going to be born are going to be so fucking sick that they all need drugs to survive from the pharmaceutical companies. Look who's making the money now. If you're an investor, go fucking invest in pharmaceutical companies because that's where the money is going to be at. And the reason that they're doing this is because now people are waking up. Now people are like conventional medicine isn't so helpful. Not only is it about prevention, but let's do energetic, energetic work, right? All diseases start on an energetic level and people are resorting out there. They're going to nutritionists. They're going to get acupuncture. They're going to the chiropractor weekly, getting their massages. Whatever the fuck they got to do. Go to Reiki, crystal healing, energy healing, right? So what's going to happen to Big Pharma? What's going to happen to Western medicine? Oh, they have to exist. They make billions of fucking dollars a year. And you know, some of you might think that's normal. Everyone has side effects. This does not seem like a normal side effect to me. Honestly, like those who die from taking the flu shot and the media is like, oh, it shows that it's working. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. That's gaslighting people's physical bodies, you know, rejecting this synthetic thing. It just makes my stomach turn, you guys. Like, this is crazy. Fine, sore arm, flu-like symptoms, but not reproductive-related issues like this. And I'm sure a lot more men are actually experiencing things, but they're not reporting it. I think there's more women reporting it. And the reason men aren't actually reporting it is because they're not as in tune and connected to their bodies, right? Like, with men... They might not be putting two and two together, but with women, because we're intuitive, 
we have a cycle, we know ourselves very deeply, we get things a lot more quickly. We're like, oh, this isn't fucking normal. But men might be like, oh, maybe my boxers were too tight or I've been really stressed, whatever it is, right? So here is another article. My period has always been regular and expected period was to begin 2 slash 22 slash 21 after second vaccine dose and bleeding did not occur. This is a 25-year-old woman from Pennsylvania who received both doses of Moderna. So, oh my god. So, one of these other reports is a 51-year-old woman from Georgia who received the first dose of the Pfizer vacation in January and within three days felt a blood rash on her ankles, which eventually spread to her knees. She was immediately admitted into the ER, and after five days, she experienced vaginal bleeding and was diagnosed with disseminated intravascular coagulation. So, basically a blood clotting disorder, okay? And this actually led to even more severe liver issues and purple discoloration. She passed away February 11th. Next patient. Patient, ex- patient, you guys, I can't fucking like read anymore. Patient received dose one of vacation on, this other patient received the first dosage on January 16th and was pronounced dead on February 6th. She was admit she was admitted to the hospital for a symptomatic anemia and vaginal bleeding. Patient received FFP, four units, PRBC, a bunch of other things, blah blah blah. But she also started on fake progesterone and God, these are fucking ridic- ridiculous terms. But long story short, she was um observed by an OBGYN, ended up being diagnosed with severe liver issues, hematology, and she passed. She was, she was just worsening. <sighs> this is heavy. This, like, she passed away. This is heavy. Um, everything's going to be linked, you guys, so feel free to check all this out and try to get out and go do something after, like, going on a walk or a run or... I don't know, do something fun to raise your vibe. But here's another one. Patient received dosage one of Moderna January. 13 days later was hospitalized for severe vaginal bleeding. Platelet count was high. Again, another patient, heavy bleeding. Patient passed on, let me see. She's currently hospitalized and received receiving steroids. Oh my god. She had fetal demise, which basically means that she had a miscarriage. So, oh god, there's so much more, you guys. Um, a 41-year-old woman had the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, and she was, let me see, Wow. 
So she actually ended up giving born, giving born, giving birth to a stillborn baby six days after receiving her second dosage. So this was her second pregnancy and her pregnancy was healthy up until the point of receiving the vacation. So my body already feels weak, uh, but you get the gist, guys. Like I've even had my old clients who have helped them get their period or, you know, rebalance their period or whatever. Like they have even told me that the one that really stood out was actually my client said that it wasn't a clot. It was almost like she had a piece of her fucking liver in her hand because of the consistency of it. So, yeah. And she actually had sex with her boyfriend the day he got vacation. So, yeah. And then a majority of people are saying that their their period is abnormally heavier. So, and they're having like severe cramping, severe clots. It's just... It's vacation shedding. That's what it is. So, and then there's also a handful of women who have had prolonged bleeding. So, I'm not going to share any more of that because it just, it makes my body weak, breaks my heart. But if you are young and you want to have children in the future, please really consider whether you want to get this vacation. So, Dr. Simon Gold has actually stressed about how experimental these vacations are. This is, it's only in phase three of the trials and you guys need to use your logical mind. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say you can't take it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I can't tell you what to do, but if you, I mean, if you can, like, if you think I can't tell you what to do, that's kind of concerning in itself, but you know, be discernful. I'm not telling you what to do, but use your logical mind and take this seriously. Like this is a very high risk thing you're doing to your body. So Dr. Simon Gold also told Michelle Malkin in an interview in February, the cascade of events that have to go on in the human body to get pregnant and maintain a pregnancy is incredibly complicated. And that's why historically doctors and scientists have always excluded pregnant women from any kind of experiments and trials because we don't know all the details of what we don't know and he straight up tells and advises any young woman who wants to have children to not get vacationed as it's very unethical for any physician to push it onto young females so a little more about vacation shedding um pamela actiman who's an expert in the use of aborted fecal cells in vacations and in vacation development testing. So she says that shedding is not a new concept. It is also, it was also tried and tested in chicken pox and measles vaccine vacations. And it's also possible to have with live viral vacations. I don't know what the fuck that means, but look, I'm intuitive as fuck. And this whole fucking situation is manipulation. The fear tactics, like, it does not feel good, okay? I 
really like look forward to my period. I'm very in tune with my cycle. I know what cycle I'm in. I know when I can, you know, what my window to get pregnant is, but I haven't had my period since April 10th. And that is a little concerning to me, but I'm not pregnant. That's for sure. So it's just, it's so crazy to me that even not getting vacation affects me. Like what the fuck? It doesn't make sense. Like, I know something bigger is happening, but after reading all this, it kind of freaked me out, to be a little honest, you know? I want to also re-emphasize something, you guys. The Pfizer, like, Pfizer's own fucking document openly admits that an occupational exposure occurs when a person receives unplanned direct contact with a vacationed test subject which may or may not lead to the occurrence of adverse events. What the fuck? This is in the Pfizer document. So these people may include healthcare providers, family, family members of others who have been trial participants. So in other words, there's something contained in the injections that causes those that are vacationed to be super spreaders. Pfizer didn't indicate what that is, but it does state that those who have been recently vacationed, it says, quote, such transmission as a simple handshake or a hug. I'm like parched. I can't stop drinking water. This is crazy. Um will almost always happen during sexual activity. Great. Now, this is the part that actually led me to be like, fuck that. I am not having intercourse with any person that is vacationed because just, it's not a vibe. It's, I'm not going to do that to myself. I, my health is way more important than getting fucked. Anyways, so basically just by having sexual intercourse you are contracting the particles of the vacation vacation mothers can also pass what is contained in the vacations to their baby by also breast milk so a pregnant woman who is unvacationed can also pick up the viral component from her doctor or other family members who were vacationed. According to Pfizer, this can occur by inhalation or skin contact. <laughs> oh my god, this is so crazy. This is so crazy. So the media and establishments actually claim that these are all just wild conspiracies that we are being told. So why then is Pfizer quietly warning and all this, you know, informational material that being in close proximity, being in close proximity to a vacationed person can cause health problems? If this vacation is not shedding onto other people, why would contact between vacationed and unvacationed people be an event worth noting? Right? Oh, so there's actually a really great podcast that's a lot more sciencey. I'm not sciencey, so 
the least on this department. So it is Dr. Artist, which I was um, talking about earlier. I'll actually link the podcast in the show notes, or you could DM me on Instagram at Bloom Shakti, B-L-O-O-M-S-H-A-K-T-I, or you can email me at bloomshaktihealing at gmail, and I will send the link over to you. But um, I highly advise you to listen to it like on a weekend, and even this episode, I'm not going to release it. It is actually Tuesday. I want to release it, but you guys can catch up on all the other podcasts, and I'm going to release this on Friday. So after listening to this, after listening to Dr. Addis's podcast, I highly advise you to get out in nature, have some orgasms, or do something pleasurable that really raises your vibration. Uh, But he does really break down the biology of how the vacation affects our body because he's a doctor. So everything I'm reading to you is from doctors. But if you want to hear it from a doctor, then definitely check that out. So, yeah. And, you know, ladies, it doesn't matter if you're skinny or fat, but a full sign of health and vitality for a woman is her cycle. Getting your period naturally means so much like if your cycle is going batshit crazy that says a lot that's a reflects an imbalance in the body but now we have this whole new layer that we don't even know what the fuck's gonna happen like it's gonna be a lot more difficult to maneuver also really go check out christian northrop's work because she actually talked about how you know if you're in your late 20s, early 30s, there was a push for Gardasil, the HPV vaccine, and luckily my parents never got it. But a majority of those women, a large portion of those women, are actually infertile. So that speaks volumes. And she was on Oprah talking about this. So yeah, um, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy, man. And there was another article that I read where it stated that it could take a, a quite a bit of time to recognize a noticeable amount of cases for post-vacation infertility to be observed. So, ladies, I don't know how to end this episode. What's the good news? I don't fucking know. Um, the good news is that we're alive. But what I am doing for myself and what I'm going to continue drawing is loading the fuck up on my supplements. And also, I read an article about how the FDA is actually trying to get supplements such as turmeric off the shelves. They want doctors to prescribe it. So that speaks volumes in itself too, right? And, you know, we know that the vacation can actually cross the blood-brain barrier and that's going to cause more inflammation in the body. So, which makes sense because turmeric can actually be a really good thing to be taking consistently. Um, and also to highlight what the solution would be for the supplements is 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and selenium to help your body create natural killer cells and prevent being affected by the vacation shedding. 
So another thing I want to mention is um, having really good gut health. So ATP's Gut Right is amazing. They're actually sold out. Um, I'm not sure when they're going to get it back, but maybe you can join their email list. And another major thing is to not be stressed out because stress is the number one killer. It's a silent killer. And so many times people don't even realize that they are stressed. So that's where, you know, booking a session with me, I can teach you how to expand your nervous system, whatnot, and things like that do work. It helps tremendously. And now more than ever, it is essential. It's crucial to ground and protect your energy as well. So fuck, man, I don't even know what to say. I'm like literally at a loss for words because I don't know. And this is like not like me. So if you've listened to my podcast before, you know, I always have something to say. So the fact that I have like nothing to say, I'm just like, shit. Also, some other things that can help is kind of draining out your body, detoxing. So dry brushing, lymphatic massages, preferably from someone who's not vacationed. Um, Definitely working out. So your body's natural lymphatic system is top notch. And then milk thistle, dandelion, having quality bone broth, collagen, all those things will also help your liver and stuff to detoxify. So Oh, yeah, I think those are the key things. And if you've already had a dosage or both, um, or someone that you're close to has it, um, like I'm not, I'm not saying that I can't be around people that are vacationed, because every person that I know, but like one or two, are vacationed. Oh, and my family, but. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review or share this podcast so I can live my purpose to help other women claim their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at bloomshakti or check out my website bloomshakti.com.